while I go take another quick look at that Trey Songs video, you know, for research purposes, make sure that you guys are following me on Facebook at Shenanigans Podcast, on Instagram at Shenanigans underscore podcast, and on Twitter at SWFriendsPod. Guess what? The Shenanigans shop is now open. Click the link tree. Duh. All right. For all you all docked up fans, guess what? We're changing the format and adding live visuals. You fucking heard that right. Chris VJ Peros. Live. Fucking live. You're going to get visuals. So you guys are going to see our faces. It. I just can't wait for you guys to see it. Anyway, so make sure to be following us on Instagram at all docked up pod and on Twitter at all docked up. All right, housekeeping's done. It's episode 105. Let's do it. Hey guys, it's me, your girl Chris. Welcome to episode 105 of Shannon as a Friends. Let's get into it. Like, I could tell y'all what's been happening, but nobody really cares. So. No, honestly, it's just like 2021 is definitely like a continuation of 2020. Like, this is not a joke. Like, it didn't just, it did not like restart on December 31st. So, just trying to get back into it. So, I'm giving y'all two episodes. I, if I can record them tonight, I'm going to record them tonight. So, y'all might see the same shirt again. I don't don't know. I don't know. We'll see how much alcohol affects me. Anyway, episode 105, I'm so glad to be here, and I have some news for you. <laughs> I'm mad I just sing, I just, like, sing songs that, because, like, the first news is, like, about how somebody's dead. <laughs> All right, so, you guys have heard, I think he died on the 1st of February, but Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screech, he is R.I.P'd, um... He died from cancer, and I think we just heard that he was diagnosed with stage four cancer like three or four weeks ago. So like, it's pretty crazy. Fuck cancer, man! Like, cancer really just ravages your body, and that shit is trash. I cannot, I cannot. Um, yeah, man. So, you know what's so weird though is like we're at that age where like we're kind of in the middle, right? So like we're familiar with him, um, like of the things that he used to do. Um, even like the prequel to Saved by the Bell, it was something. It was like it was on Disney Channel. It was like in the eighties. Um, I'm not even gonna lie and sit here and be like, "Oh, I love Saved by the Bell." Wasn't really my thing. Guy was like, I mean, I like white people shit, but like, I don't know. Like, I didn't. It wasn't like a I can't miss an episode kind of thing, right? So, but regardless, like, so I know of the like the older stuff that he's done. Then I also know all the weird, most recent stuff he's done. Like, um, didn't he, like, he, like, fought um, somebody from, like, Welcome Back, Hotter. Like, he fucking was on, like, a wrestling show with, like, fucking Hulk Hogan. I don't know. He's done so much shit. He's also been on a whole bunch of, like, celebrity shit on VH1. Um, And so that's the kind of stuff I feel like more, like, people are remembering him from, like, like, of course, you guys know he's from Save by the Bell because they always remind you of these other new things that he's doing. But it's like, what a way to tarnish your fucking reputation. Like, and we're talking about like since maybe 2000 because the Save by the Bell, the new class ended in 2000. So he was only 23 then. Can y'all even fucking wrap y'all heads around that? Like, these kids were so young back then. But anyway, so 
He's 23 years old. That ends in 2000. And then, like, I think, I want to say, like, 2000 and, like, six, he did the sex tape. It was called Screeched, Saved by the Smell. And I have so many questions about that. Saved by what smell? And usually if it's, a, like, if it's a smell and it's, like, <laughs> dominant enough for you to put in the title, I feel like it's not a good smell. Like, I don't know. But, like, I don't know what Screeched means. Maybe that's, like, I don't know. Has anybody, I don't know. I was going to say, has anybody been screeched before? I don't even know what that is. So maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. But like, anyway, so I remember when he was, um, when he was promoting that or whatever, and he was basically like, oh, like I got a big dick, blah, 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 whatever. Then, you know, you find out later in his like memoir or whatever that he used a stunt person that wasn't even him. And they basically like added his face during editing. So like, he was very like um, into the fact that Paris Hilton had made so much money from it that I guess he felt like he could jump on the bandwagon, except he wasn't really fucking nobody. Like, and it was all fake. And they just fucking 2006 photoshopped his face on the body. So like, if we could like go back and like see the technological mishaps, I'm pretty sure we could see it. I didn't watch it the first time, and I. The way that I just said that makes me feel like y'all think I'm super eager to listen to to watch it this time, and I'm not. I'm just trying to, you know, anyway, so, <laughs> I mean, he's at the sex tape. He went to jail for, like, stabbing a dude in the fucking armpit at a bar. Like, he's just, like, basically, he'd be doing the most, and the, can y'all hear that? Okay, so, look, hold on, pause. I have to pause real fast. So, if you guys don't know, I've recently moved, um... And I moved back in the end of October, I want to say, end of October, beginning of November. And this is the first time ever that I've lived in a condo downstairs. Like, I'm always, like, upstairs. So, like, the family upstairs has literally 36 kids. You know how, like, remember um, Snow White when, like, the dwarves be, like, walking, like, working shit and working and walking back and shit? Like, literally, when their dad goes to the grocery store, that's literally how they come down the stairs. Like, hi-ho, hi-ho. And it's, like, so many of them, and it never stops. And I don't know how many people could live above me, but a lot. But anyway, just right now, it literally sounds like somebody was river dancing right above my head. So I hope that y'all didn't hear that. But if y'all did, either way, I got a good story. So <laughs> anyway, so, um, I mean, I just... I mean, I, I know being a child actor comes with its own, like, things, and that probably has a lot to do with the way that his, like, adult life ended up being. But, wow, like, I really hate when, like, people just, like, really tarnish their shit, and it's just, like, that's all people remember you for. Unless you go back on Peacock and watch all the fucking new episodes of Saved by the Bell. And Peacock did a reboot of, or is doing a reboot of that, um, and he could have been on it and they had to fucking write him out of it. Cause he like his fucking, like, he's all over the place right now. So like, I don't know, but anyway, let's move on. RIP to the nerd homie, I guess. Um, I don't know. Okay. But before I like move on, like at what point are we going to have a conversation about how trash Zach Morris is just in general, just throwing out some fucking Saved by the Bell things for you. He is so garbage. Like, I've watched a couple episodes, watched a couple clips, and he's, like, the worst friend, the worst boyfriend, the worst student. He's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking crazy. I cannot. Anyway, 
So moving on. <laughs> Speaking of things I cannot believe, well, I kind of can. So Subway is accused of basically saying that they have tuna sandwiches, but it's not really tuna. And then you're like, oh, is it like tilapia? Because everybody uses tilapia for everything, like saying tilapia is catfish. I don't understand what that is. And is that a West Coast thing? Like, please, somebody please tell me, like, is like saying that tilapia is catfish? Is that like a Vegas, like, West Coast thing? Like, I literally don't understand. Like, I get, okay, you guys like fresh water fish, and that's cool, but like, I'm from the Midwest, and I love some fucking catfish. And like, you can't fry tilapia and make me try to tell me it's catfish because I know it's not catfish. Anyway, I'm sorry, I'm digressing. The point is, guys, is that um, tuna at Subway may not, in fact, be tuna. I have seen it. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But it's got um, the the words are it is. Um, a mixture of various concoctions. So whatever that means to you. <laughs> but basically there's like a lawsuit right now and it's like got two people in it and they're trying to work on getting it to be like a class fucking action lawsuit or whatever, where you get like thousands of people to be like, oh, I had a chance to fucking tuna sandwich between 2017 and 2019 in the Bay Area. Like, and so if you can remember that, like, um, you would be maybe entitled to something. And then after, like, it's divided amongst people, like, maybe you'll get $100, maybe you'll get $5, maybe you'll never hear from them again. I don't know. Different. Um, I was, my mother, like, I was born in 86. I don't know when it was. I have to ask my mom. Because I, 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 get, I get to talking to you guys, and I, like, remember things, and I didn't think to, like, ask her about this. But um, we were in a fucking class action lawsuit from, like, like this Denny's and like this specific place. I, I, I want to say it was in Minnesota. Oh yeah. I want to say it was in Minnesota, but like this Denny's that was like so racist and like black people would literally go in and say, yes, table for three. And then 15 white people, like groups of white people could come in and they would sit all of those people down before like, us like I'll have my mom come on and tell y'all a story one time because I don't want to tell y'all I don't want to like tell y'all what she told me I said and y'all be like you lying but I, I apparently I said it because I'd be saying a lot of stuff stuff look at me now anyway so but anyway that's essentially what happens like a whole bunch of people who have been affected during that specific time fucking go through the suit and then if it's five million dollars they split five million dollars amongst a hundred thousand people or, or whatever the case may be so Anyway, so that's what they're trying to build this up for as of right now. It's just two people in it um, in the Bay Area um, basically saying that Subway don't be using tuna. Now, Subway, of course, is telling you on their website and everywhere else that <clears throat> it is layered, um, that their freshly baked bread is layered with flaked tuna blended with creamy mayo and topped with your choice of crisp, fresh vegetables. The article that I was reading said that that description was designed to activate your saliva glands, but not really, like, that's all you put in the tuna was mayo? I mean, I know it's not, like, house tuna and, like, you can do what you want at your house, but, like, that seems not, seems kind of gross. I ain't here no salt or pepper or any of that. But anyway, so, um, so Subway is obviously sticking to the, our shit is obviously real and so basically the lawsuit is like basically saying how companies and corporations and food 
fucking chains and shit are always uh, tricking people into buying foods uh, that wholly lack the ingredients that they reasonably thought that they were. Um, and that's, that's like the sole basis of this. So they're basically suing them for fraud, intentional misrepresentation, and unjust enrichment and other claims under federal and state laws. So I don't know how far they're going to get. I mean, here's my thing is like, how many of you motherfuckers are really eating tuna sandwiches from from sandwich shops? Like, just go make your own, I think. I mean, just go make your own. And like, so I don't know where you guys are listening from, but like, there's this place called Capriati's out here. And for some reason, it was a rat thing. Maybe I was pregnant. I feel like that's like the only reason I would have done this. So I think, yeah, I was pregnant. So I was pregnant with my second kid and I wanted fucking tuna and I don't know why and nobody wanted to make it. So I fucking, I ordered um, Capriati's and I ordered a fucking tuna sandwich and it was so good. But then like an hour later, I felt like I was going to die. So I, since then I have not, I I don't even like look to like see how your tuna is made to decide if I want that or not. I'm just not doing that. So I don't know why people are doing this. And tuna sandwiches and Subway are significantly higher priced, apparently, than like your like normal like sandwiches. Like, and I don't understand that, at least in some areas. Um, so basically they're saying that consumers are consistently misled into purchasing products. Basically, that ain't this that's not what they're claiming to be. And in this case, they're saying that. It's the tuna. Now, when asked what they think that it is instead of tuna, they don't really have an answer yet. Um, This is a claim that's been made after a couple independent research studies um, by grabbing sandwiches at this at certain at different subway locations in a specific concentrated area. So maybe your subway got real tuna. (laughs) Probably not. So um, I'm just going to suggest y'all find better sandwich shops than Subway. And let's move on. (laughs) All right. Let's see here. So guys, don't get tired of me. Please don't get sick of me. And I feel like at this point, it's like literally my duty. And I feel like, did this shit start? Did this shit start with fucking Baylor? I, I know me and Baylor definitely had an episode where we had to bring this we had to have this conversation um and i feel like maybe i brought it up individually on my um like prior to that but i don't know what craft is trying to do i don't know who they're trying to poison i don't know what demographic they are going for at this point i know nothing um in the last like 12 months they have really come out out of the woodworks with um, things that are A, unnecessary, uh, B, disgusting, and three, like, why? I don't know if the third one counts, but okay. So Halloween, they had, or October, November, they had pumpkin spice macaroni and cheese. That's the most recent accosting that they've done to my eyes and shit, and I just can't. But Sorry, because this is so fucking nasty. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm looking at it and like my, like, I can't even, like, I can't, like. <laughs> okay, so craft. Guys, I don't know what y'all doing. I don't know who you're trying to kill. I don't know who you're trying to poison. 
No one needs candy flavor macaroni and cheese for Valentine's Day. Um, just like before, they're obviously not dumb enough to sell this out to the masses. But um, you had an opportunity to win a box of this. Um, it should have, I think it ended today at noon Central Standard Time. So sorry, I didn't record this sooner. Um, but basically, a thousand people are going to be selected to receive this pink ass mac and cheese just in time for, for Valentine's Day. Here's the thing. Are you going to eat that on Valentine's Day? Like, is that your... Have you discussed this with your significant other? Like, is that dinner? Are you making filet mignons? And then we're having candy, craft mac and cheese. And here's the thing, guys. Don't they have an opportunity? <laughs> I was going to say, don't they have an opportunity to make this like a dessert? But do they? Because it's fucking macaroni. Like, I've never had macaroni for breakfast, for fucking dessert. If you've had macaroni for dessert, please tell me how and why. And are you okay? Um, basically... It's your regular standard macaroni noodles. Well, the Kraft macaroni noodles. Why do Kraft macaroni noodles don't like bend like, oh, because it's not elbow. That's like specifically elbow. So if you go, never mind, I'll ask it later. <laughs> AKA, I'll just ask myself, like, because I'm thinking, like, okay, so elbow macaroni is like, okay, I get that now because I just said it out loud and it fucking makes sense. But then, like, have you ever seen just regular macaroni? And is it straight? I'm high. But anyway, these are valid questions I'm pulling up. Questions that need answers. Anyway, so it's the regular noodles. And then you have the pink, the, the packet. And it's pink candy flavored powder. Why? Like, it's one thing if you're going to color it. But probably still make it cheesy. But then I guess the pumpkin spice one probably tastes really sweet, too. So basically, um, they're saying that, don't worry, the pink is not like crushed up candy, but it's like, it's just got, I don't know, natural flavors, vanilla extract, frutose, beetroot and carrot concentrates, and somehow it's dessert. And I, I just don't know. So at this point, I'm starting to feel like I'm about to start a petition to like tell crafts to knock it off. And that's literally what the petition is going to be called. Like I cannot change that word. Here I come. I can't. Um, <laughs> I just like, I don't understand why they, they do these things. All right. This is the last like weird food thing I have for y'all this week. Every time. Also, every time I have some weird craft food things to talk about, like it never fucking fails. But there's always more fucking weird food shit happening. So anyway, this is it. This is the last thing. And we're getting back to the fucking real shit. Um, have you ever thought about how that's like inconvenient about ketchup or sriracha or habanero sauce, whatever, I guess. Like, what is it? What part is inconvenient about that? Is it the fact that you have to, like, shake it up or whatever? Like, is it the fact that, like, you could squeeze it and it might get on your white shirt? Like, what is the inconvenience about sauces in general? Um, well, some people decided that it was mad inconvenient to have to, like, I, 
Ooh. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to say this. They felt like it was inconvenient to have to squeeze a bottle, shake a bottle, pour sauce, spread sauce. So they thought, why not make slices? And I know you're like, girl, what the fuck does that mean? And honestly, I don't even know. Yeah, like, I wish I could tell you. Um, I don't know that I want to order any to find out. Um, but you can get slices, basically. It's If you guys don't believe me, it's fucking sliceofsauce.com. Right now, they, I think they're out, out of the Frank's Red Hot where they haven't started selling it yet. But that's really why I came here to tell you guys that there are slices of Frank's Red Hot that is coming to your fucking life soon. And I don't know how you feel about it. For me, I see the potential. It seems cool. But also like, and I guess because it's like you're getting a bite of sauce in every fucking bite, right? But how is it staying into slice form? How does it not like, if it get like if it gets hot, like if like if you order this and like the the transit temperature is like hot, does it like melt into just regular like sauce? Like is it just like do you just open it up and now it's just like a Frank packet, like or a ketchup packet? That's where this started. So in 2008, they had a Kickstarter. Um and again, the shit is called slice of sauce. Um that they ended up getting on like um what's that fucking Shark Tank. They end up getting on Shark Tank. And um, yeah, so they made a fucking thing here. So basically, when you go on their website right now, again, sliceofsauce.com, you can get classic ketchup slices, spicy sriracha slices, secret aardvark habanero hot sauce slices. Um, and that's all I have right now. Like I said, Frank's is coming soon. So like, please be on the lookout for that. But it comes in eight slices. And... I mean, it's finally not expensive. I don't think that that's expensive when somebody puts your sauce in a slice. Like, I don't, I don't know. But, like, um, this just seems very weird. Like, I would like to know how it stays in a slice. And you just, like, put it on your, like, sandwich. And it just looks very gross. They say there's no preservatives. Just natural stuff. Non-GMO. Um... They, you know, they're one of their bigger claims is that it's mess free. So, I mean, that's cool. Like, but like, how is it a slice? That's the part I need to know. Like, you have to make me understand, like, how it's a slice. Like, not even why is a slice. I can, I'll get with, like, why it's a slice. Because I guess white people are weird and they just, like, I don't know. They like to compartmentalize things, I think. Is that what it is? And so it's, like, bread. Slice of sauce, slice of cheese. I don't know, but I don't understand. Um, maybe if they have it in the store, maybe I'll just grab it. I'm about to like order this. Like, maybe I'll just grab it and see. But really, it's just because I'm just gonna like open it and like play with it and like see or like put it on my car seat and have my car warmer, like my fucking seat warmer, and then see if it just turns into ketchup or if it turns, because if it doesn't just turn into ketchup and it fucking stays a slice, don't fucking eat that shit. I think, right? That, that seems like sound advice, I feel like. I don't know. Anyway, so 
Let's move on to things that don't fucking make sense. I don't even know how to begin to tell y'all this. Like, so two years ago, in 2018, a kid, Gregory Ramos, was 15 years old. Um, he was having an argument with his mother about getting a D in a class, right? So obviously, like, no mom, like, no mom wants, like, their kid to get a fucking D, right? Like, that's just not not conducive to the things that you want for your kid just because it's going to make things harder, right? So that, or, or they, if they know it and they're not applying themselves, that makes it even worse, like, right? So it's just like, I could, I could obviously understand like a mom, like, you know, being upset about that. Like, I totally get that. Right. Like I get that. You can get that. You understand that. They get into an argument that turns physical and this little nigga chokes her to death. And it's again, two years ago. Okay. So important to remember that he chokes her in or like chokes her to death. I'm gonna say in her neck, but obviously, like girls do choke people. Anyway, so so you just see that my eyelashes just got stuck together. That's crazy. Anyway, so Gregory Ramos, um, he admitted to killing his mother, admitted to burying her body under a church fire pit. And then was um, he has been recently sentenced to 45 years in prison over a D, my guy. Like, that's a simple, like, do a little work over the weekend. Ask your teacher if you can make some stuff up, if you can turn some stuff in late. Like, what is with the fucking, oh God, what is with white people or white kids and their fucking temp- tempers? Like, it's just too much. Like, not over a D, like. She didn't like catch you like doing something like weird or degenerate, like, and so you got like embarrassed and you didn't like, you just like reacted. She didn't do anything like that. Like, she simply approached you like anybody would about a D, because, like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, and this was two years ago, so we're not talking about homeschool. I mean, we're not talking about fucking, uh, well, it's fucking homeschool. We're talking about now. We're talking about the fucking pandemic. We're talking about when niggas could go to class and ask questions and do all that other stuff. And he was just choosing not to, like, whatever. So he pleads guilty um, back in December to first-degree murder, um, abuse of a body, and tampering with an ev- with evidence. Um, more more recently, this month is when he was been, he was sentenced to forty five years in prison. They basically, obviously, tried him as an adult. Um, they will review his sentence after 25 and he will be on the probation for the rest of his life. If he ever gets out, could you imagine like for the rest of your life, like low key, you could just keep me in there. I think, (laughs) but, um, he never said that he didn't do it. Um, he feel apparently per his lawyer, his public defender, um, he is remorseful. He regrets his actions. Um, but so let me break down to what she, what he thought was going to happen. He thought that he could call 911, say that his house got robbed, his mom is missing, and that would be it. 
Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, but he definitely initially called 911 after getting home from school. Um, this was in November of 2018. Uh, when police arrived, he told them that he came home to discover the house looked like it was robbed and his mother was gone, but her van was still outside. So this van's still outside. There's fucking, she's, the keys are still in the van. The van is still running, okay? Um, he ended up obviously after being interrogated, changed his story saying that they fought over the grade. Um, and during the altercation, he strangled her. He said it took 30 minutes to kill her. Like if it's like you 30 minutes to strangle somebody, bro, that's not your form of murder. And you've got to find something else like move on or apologize. Like, right. Like, like 30 minutes, like 30 minutes. And you still mad about this? Like how often are you still super upset about a, well, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Like, what, what was like, I don't understand. I don't understand what was going through his head when he did this. Like, I don't, I can't, I can't fathom it. But anyway, he took 30 minutes and he still didn't change his mind. Um, so um, he then, after that, he called his two friends to help him cover up the killing, basically. So um, his friends have also been charged as adults um, with being accessories after the fact to a capital felony. And they've both not pleaded guilty. Um... He, during his sentencing, told everybody he was sorry. He didn't make any excuses for himself. Um, his mother, his grandmother, who's 80 fucking four years old, um, first time that she's seen him since he was put in jail, like all the way two years ago. Um, and she, you know, prayed for him and told him that she would always be there for him. And he's going, he's get, he's, he's going to be in prison in Florida, like, but I don't, is it because I'm not 84 yet? Like, at what age do you just start forgiving people? Because I don't know that I'll ever be at that. Like, if, if my, y'all, I'm telling y'all this right now, and I'm putting on a fucking record. If my son strangles me to death, guys, don't tell him that y'all still love him and care about him. <laughs> I'm serious though. Don't fucking tell him that because what the fuck he strangled me for 30 minutes for? Like y'all better not. I'm telling y'all right now, whoever's watching mom, if you're watching this, I'm talking to you too. If I get strangled by my kid, better not be telling this nigga that y'all gonna write him and send him Comments and you send him nothing. Uh, rude. <laughs> but maybe, I mean, like, honestly, I think about that all the time, though, when, like, people, like, go to, like, sentencing, sentencing, and then, like, you know, like, they're the victim fam, the victim's family, and they're always like, well, you know, I forgive you. Like, I just, I don't know what level of life that is, but I'm, I, I don't. I never foresee myself being there. Like, I, not for stuff like this. Like, you can forgive Betty shit, like, cool. But, like, this, while petty, while the reason is petty, this is not the petty shit that I'm talking about. Like, but I don't know. But I'm telling y'all right now, if this little nigga kill me, y'all better not show no love. No love. Like, August Alcina. And that's on Red Riding, right? I can't talk. Red Riding Hood, Snow White, The Seven Dwarfs, The Kids Upstairs. That's on everything. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So, speaking of 
getting yourself in a situation is like get you fucked up. And this is where I started with this, right? Because I was like, damn, a face mask that amplifies your voice. Imagine how many Karens are going to get what's coming to them. <laughs> or like people that have been muttering under masks, and I know you've heard them, or maybe you're one of them. Like if you have something that amplifies your voice and has like a mic inside, good luck stopping that altercation. But like, <laughs> but then I like looked into it and it's dope as fuck. And maybe I want one too. Me and Karen will be matching. But anyway, Razor, who is a company, um, not like the scooters, I don't think. I think that's Z-O-R. This is Z-E-R. Um, but they are a tech company that makes like, uh, computer and gaming accessories. Um, and they are, since the pandemic has happened, they've actually converted a couple of their like manufacturing places. And basically they're just making like masks. Like, and I think, um, they even in Sing Singapore, they have vending machines for free disposable masks. Like, so they're like really like engulfing themselves in like this, like mask culture, like, which I guess, you know, that's the culture that we're in here. Um, anyway, this is a mask that's a concept right now, so it's nothing that you can buy, but it's dope. Let me tell you guys about it. Um, it is. It includes the N95 medical grade respirator. It has attachable and rechargeable ventilators um, and airflow regulators, right? So, like, you're getting, like, the best air. Like, you're not smelling your fucking coffee breath three hours later. Like, that shit is, like... You feel me? But anyway, so, oh, if you guys are just listening, I'm moving my hands in the way that air reproduces and recycles and reproduces, recycles and gets filtrated in the air filtration system. That's what I'm trying to say. So that's what I'm doing with my fingers. <laughs> anyway, so the ventilators, you can recharge them and they can be sanitized by putting them inside a, a wireless charging box. That's the fucking mask comes with your your fucking mask is gonna come with a charger and it also sanitizes with UV lights. Um, let's see. So it's waterproof. It's gonna be scratch resistant and it's basically made from. It's not basically. It's completely made from recyclable plastics. So furthermore, like killing the environmental impact. Right. Like okay, cool. So um, the mask is going to be transparent so that people can see the wearer's face. And then there's lights inside of the mask that will activate automatically in the dark. There's a microphone. It's a microphone. Why did, I, why did I say it like that? Like, where am I from? Anyway, there's a mic <laughs> and an amplifier inside to enhance any muffled speech. Um, and then wearers can customize their looks by activating two lighting zones with a choice of 16.8 million colors and a variety of dynamic lighting effects. So you can basically have a fucking party on your mouth and they can also hear what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> they don't have a release date, but I think this shit looks amazing. Like I, it looks fun. It looks great. Like, and I, I don't really super love those like hazmat -y, like, Mask, but like this one, it looks dope. Here's the thing though, you know, it's going to be $899. <laughs> we'll see though. If it comes out, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So here's some shit I definitely I didn't want to see. Like, I just, 
Hmm. Every now and then, not every now and then, every fucking day, Florida ceases to never amaze you, your mama, and your auntie. Like, Casey Anthony. Do I have to tell anybody who that is? I mean, the courts say she's not a murderer and that she's just a liar, but I think she's a murderer and a liar. But what do I know? Um, for people who don't know, uh, Casey Anthony was um, in a trial <laughs> that was like high profile as fuck. Um, back when headline news used to show the uh, trials and shit, like that shit was crazy. Like everybody was watching it. She was on, people was talking about her or fucking Nancy Grace was talking about her. You know, when Nancy Grace talking about you, you ain't shit. When Nancy Grace got to yell at you and talk like this and say, where's your child and blah, like that. When she get, listen, when that blonde hair get to flip flopping and like nigga, she is mad at you. So Casey was all, I have to be honest, like I am guilty of definitely getting my fucking Casey hatred from fucking Nancy Grace. Like, listen, Nancy was not playing around with Casey. She was like, look, y'all can lock up everybody. Y'all can lock up the mama, the, the daddy. Y'all can lock up whoever fuck y'all want to, but I know this raggedy bitch better not fucking walk. And that's exactly, well, she went to jail for being a liar. Like, like, don't lie to us. Like, <laughs> but like, what is she lying about? Murder. But anyway, that's not why we're here. So anyway, this uh, allegedly non-murdering bitch, um, it has started a PI firm, um, private investigation for guys who aren't hip on uh, Dick Tracy. Uh, <laughs> so Casey Anthony's opened up a private investigation company in West Palm Beach. Um, I just don't. Why? What is she going to investigate? And is it really an investigation? Like, or are you just going to... I I just don't trust her, y'all. Why would you trust her? I just feel like she's either going to be hiding evidence for people or she's just not, like... I just don't... And here's the thing. I know you guys are like, wait. Maybe she's trying something new. Okay, like, yeah, maybe she is. She tried photography um, back in 2015, but it only lasted three years and she dissolved the business in 2018 because nobody wants their picture fucking taken by a murderer. Not really. Like, nah. Anyway, so basically, um, she's, it's called case research and consulting services um they registered this is an llc oh i did say they right so y'all ready because y'all because you guys know that she's not she she's not a fucking public a fucking private investigator and you can't like say you're gonna start a pi fucking what you call it if you don't have all of the necessary requirements to be that um so she doesn't possess a license in Florida or anywhere. Um, and in order to possess one, you would have to um, have two years of investigation, investigative work experience. Um, so that would be like security or like stuff like that. Um, or I don't know, like what else could you fucking be investigating if you're not a fucking like 
cop or something. Anyway, passing a background check and then passing a state examination. So she hasn't done that, probably because that background check gonna come back a little bit of funny money. And um, yeah, and I don't know. I feel like a state examination, like are they gonna check her fucking, her fucking sanity though? Like I think something's wrong with her. And I don't even wanna have the conversation about maybe she didn't kill that little girl. She killed that little girl. I don't care. And I will stand by that. Also, John Bonet's brother, killed her but listen that's not what i'm here for like <laughs> y'all know me and these fucking me and these fucking murdery ass fucking mysteries like i don't know but anyway starting a fucking pi firm here's the thing because I, I said they right and you're like who else could she be with if she can't have a pi license how can she be doing this well um the what's the guy's name hold on something McKenna, Patrick, Patrick McKenna. He was the lead private investigation investigator for Anthony's defense team in the 2011 trial. And we're talking about the same people that tried to say that her father was abusive to her and all this stuff like that. When they were trying to deflect from the part where they have found like blood and like weird stuff and like weird smelling stuff in her trunk and stuff like, see, I don't know, like smelling stuff that like, gets rid of bodies and like weird stuff like that you know i don't know whatever but anyway they were finding things like that in the trunk and so when that starts happening that's when it's like oh well let me fucking let me fucking tear down my fucking parents's character because at this point in the fucking case back then this is i think it was in 2008 um back at that point in the case the parents were like because at first they were like, yeah, Casey wouldn't do that. Casey wouldn't do that. But then as things started to like happen and Casey started to like show who the fuck Casey was, like her parents were like, well, if she did it, I mean, we just trying to get the kid. Like we just want the kid to be okay. Like, and so at that point she just decided to tear them down because they weren't really as concerned about her as they were about her daughter, which is the problem. But again, that's not what I'm here for. Sorry. I just keep getting tied into this because I cannot believe this bitch. Anyway. I just don't know that she's going to be... Oh, so anyway, Patrick McKenna. He's the lead private investigator for her defense team back in 2011. And um, they apparently lived together. And so now I'm interested because, like, how long were they living together? And did that have something to do with why he was on her defense team? Like, I have so many questions here. But anyway, they used to live together. I don't think that they live together now, but the LLC is listed under a, in like a physical address, like a house. So maybe they both live there together. Isn't that weird? I think that's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess some people like, I guess during your defense, you can fall in love or whatever the fuck, but I don't know. That's not weird. But they don't ever say that they're together, but I think it's weird that they be living with each other and weird shit like that. And she's like super unstable. Anyway, that's none of my business. Um, the documents are online if y'all want to see them. Basically, it's just her stating that she's her name is on a whole bunch of shit for this LLC. That's basically it. So, is what I say to that. Like, Florida, y'all just be really doing anything. Anyway, let's move on to some things that happened in Virginia. Um, a person, a man, a peeping Tom, if you will. He's been charged after police say that he fell through the ceiling of a woman's locker room um, in a gym in Virginia. If anybody's in Virginia, this is One Life Fitness at 315 Garrisonville Road. 
So maybe protect your neck and your titties and butt, I guess. Like, <laughs> but anyway, so the I the suspect, his name, and we're gonna play a game, okay? Um, and really, it's super easy. I just want you to guess what he looks like, and I'll let y'all do what y'all will with that. His name is Brian Anthony Joe. So we've got three first names. I really want y'all to think about this, okay? Um, three first names. Um, i not sure if I ever said it on the show, but I'll just say it for good measure. Never trust a person with two first names. Um, for you to have three, hmm. I can believe he's a peeping Tom. That's the point I'm trying to make here. So, um, Brian, Anthony, Joe. This definitely sounds like three people off the Eliminate skirts fucking thing. Anyway, he is one person. Um, he <laughs> He's 41. He was in the ceiling, and then he fell on top of a lady. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? No, really. Could you imagine? You're just like in the gym, chilling or whatever. Well, not in the gym, chilling. Like you're in the, like the locker room or whatever. Or they didn't even say if he was in the locker room. Did he? Yes, locker room. I did. I said that. Oh my god, I'm stop. Anyway, so imagine like I don't know. You're like lotioning your body up after your shower or whatever, and then a man just like falls on your naked body and just like from with like ceiling debris and like. Probably sweat because I'm sure it's hot up there. Um, so Brian Anthony Joe, is he black or is he white? If you said black, you're right. I was not. I was not expecting that. When I was reading up on this, I was like, "Oh, okay, Brian Anthony Joe, hella white, I'm sure." And I scrolled down, and it is a black. It is a nigga. A nigga that looks like he doesn't really need to be peeping on anybody. Like maybe if he would have just been in the gym, like he would have probably gotten to like talk to somebody. Nah, maybe not for me, but somebody, right? Um, but he fell and then he was cornered by bitches at the gym. And then some girls got like some dudes and they came in and basically like cornered him off until the cops came. Um, he fell about 10 feet, which could, he could have fucked himself up, but luckily he landed on that bitch. <laughs> okay. So he's been charged with burglary. I don't even know how we got there. Uh, three counts of peeping or spying into a building and vandalism. And I feel like they got him on vandalism because he broke the ceiling, but I feel like he wasn't trying to break the ceiling. Also, I have so many questions. How long was he up there? Does he come there often? Um, did he live up there? Um, did he like, did he like fucking like crawl, like army crawl, like to other like parts of the fucking locker room? Was he equal opportunity peeping? Um, I have so many questions. Um, I don't think that I'm going to get them answered, but I'm just letting y'all know I got questions. <laughs> All right. So speaking of questions, I just told y'all about how if my son kills kills me, y'all better not show him no love. But if a cop pepper spray my daughter, I would fucking 
lose my shit. Um, I'm talking about that shit that happened like a month ago in Rochester. Where that nine-year-old girl was pepper sprayed and handcuffed by the police. Um, when she ran out of the house because her parents were having an argument. Um, we can take the time to talk about how her home life may not have been ideal at that moment. We could go and talk about how maybe it might have been too easy for her to walk up out the house, but she's nine. She's not a baby. Um, we could talk about all that stuff, but I don't know that any of it justifies doing that to a nine-year-old. Um, her mother has, um, notified the city and the police department that she's intending to sue and I don't fucking blame her. Um, the claim states that she's going to seek damages due to mental anguish and psychological and emotional distress and trauma, um, physical injury, and, um, and substantial pain, as well as coverage for any required medical treatments and, and mental health care. Um, as I told y'all, she ran out the house because her mother and her stepfather were arguing. Um, when she ran out, the cops grabbed her. And I don't know if it was immediate. They don't really say too much about the time frame from her leaving the house and when this happened. Um, but when the parents realized and they went outside, they tried to take their kid and the cops wouldn't let them. Um, 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 no kid, no nine-year-old kid should have been handcuffed. Especially, like, if you didn't, like, see them committing a crime. Specifically that, right? Like, if you see a nine-year-old murder, like, somebody. Cuff that motherfucker up. Like, it's a badass kid. Like, but I don't think that any nine-year-old should be handcuffed. I don't necessarily think that a nine-year-old should be fucking pepper sprayed. Um, I, it's just like they put that badge on and they really like neglect to like remember that like we're human beings. This is a nine-year-old little girl crying out for her dad. from the people that are supposed to be protecting her. They had an opportunity to take that moment and see that the girl, what was happening and to take that moment and maybe even reprimanded the parents. It happens. Um, I just don't know how we got here. Um, one of the officers involved has been suspended to were placed on administrative leave pending the outcome of all the, the internal investigation. Um, two body cameras 
show the officers restraining the child, putting her in handcuffs, attempting to get her in the back of the car. She's crying. She's calling for her father. At one point, one of the officers says, you're acting like a child. To which she responds, I am a, she ain't say fucking, but I am a child. Um, then there is a female officer talking to the late, to the girl later. And she's basically, she says, this is your last chance. Otherwise pepper spray is going in your eyeballs. About a minute later, another officer is heard saying, just spray her at this point. The female officer is seen shaking the can and appears that it, we, uh, that it appear it says appears to be pepper spray. It's fucking pepper spray. And the child was still crying for her dad. Um, while this was happening. And then all of a sudden, I don't think that we have the rest of it for some reason. Or I didn't see it at least, but. (sighs) You're acting like a child to a nine-year-old. Threatening a, a kid with, I think pepper spray is lethal. To a nine year old. I just can't imagine how she felt. Um, it's upsetting as fuck. It's just like, at no point do they think that we need protecting. Like at no point, at no point. Not when we're babies in the womb. Not when they're nine-year-old kids. Not when they're 14-year-old boys. Not when they're 18 or 19-year-old dads. Like, at no point do they give a fuck about us. And it's, I don't blame her mother at all. At all. Um, it's just like nothing was happening besides her naturally being upset at what's happening and just not wanting to have that because that's not why she went out there. Essentially, she could have went out there for help to help her mother or shit, help her stepfather. Like, I just just don't know how we got here. Um, I'm glad that she's suing. I hope that she gets everything that she wants, specifically that taking care of any like mental health costs. Absolutely. Because, like, how does she sleep at night now? How does she feel when she sees a cop car now? If, as if, as if you already get a lump in your throat for being black and seeing a cop. Just that's just a natural reaction almost. I don't know. Well, I'm glad that she's sewing and like I said, I hope she gets every fucking everything she deserves. Everything. And I hope that they get everything they deserve too. For sure. Alright guys, that's it. It's time for the one up for the week. Honestly, just Yeah, stay safe out here. That's really it. And that still means Corona, guys. Like, I know y'all think it's gone and shit. Will baby putting his fucking verse, whatever happened to it. Like, just stay safe out here. Hug your babies, and I'll see you in a minute. Okay, bye.